Hello, everybody. Welcome to this special video where I will be having a conversation with and debating Tony, someone from my comment section that frequently disagrees with me. Check out this conversation between us about abortion, transgender ideology, as well as immigration. Awesome. Yeah, I think it'd be productive just to, to compartmentalize those just because obviously when you delve into different, you know, issues, sometimes it can be difficult to stay on track. So that would be what I'd prefer the most. We can just stay on gender ideology, gender ideology and then move to abortion later. But first, I just wanted to welcome you on my videos. Thank you for coming on. There's a lot of people on the other side who are a little afraid on my side as well to, mm -hmm. you know, debate. So I appreciate you willing to have a conversation and I hope we can have a good faith yeah, discussion absolutely. and argument about some of these issues that are important to Americans. So first off, let me just ask you, and then I'll, you know, give my two cents. Uh, where do you stand on gender ideology? Uh, maybe compartmentalize it into what you think is appropriate for kids as well as adults. All right. Uh, well, the first thing that um, I think that no one can disprove or, or take away is that I personally believe, right? And I think that we have facts and stuff to show over the course of history that transgender people at least, at the very least, do exist, Right. Uh, and whether or not you want to call it a mental illness or whether or not you want to simply acknowledge the fact that there is something going on with their head, it doesn't make them evil, doesn't make them gross, doesn't make them disgusting, right? They're not Satan, right? Possessed. Sure. Right. There's something going on with their head, good or bad, right? That leads them to believe uh, the, uh, a sort of psychosis, right? That they are not in the proper body that they should have been, right? It doesn't make them evil, but like you can't deny the fact that transgender people exist, now, do I support the way all of them choose to identify and push their agendas for, um, you know, uh, what, what am I thinking of? Push their agendas for um, wokeness or, or just mass acceptance? Uh, absolutely not. I disagree with how they're doing that. But I do believe that fundamentally we have to acknowledge that transgender people do exist. And when we can have a conversation on both sides, right, that's not heated about whether or not they exist or deserve rights, we can move forward from there. So I think it's a step-by-step -step basis. All right, now it takes a true patriot to talk about their country, but wearing your country is also important. That's why I have partnered with Gulag America. Gulag America has great apparel for men and women. They have long sleeves, they have hoodies, they have short sleeves. Great clothes, I wear them in my videos all the time. They look awesome every day in the winter and the summer. If you use my code JoshCar10, right now you'll get 10% off at Gulag America. Dot com. That is 10% off with my code JoshCar10. Great apparel that lasts and makes you look like the best patriot. Go check them out. I, I agree with that. I don't think we disagree on that at all. Mm -hmm. I think that people with gender dysphoria, like my personal stance on this is that people with gender dysphoria need help and care, not necessarily affirming care, but care as if someone had, you know, in, in the same way as if someone had schizophrenia or another mental illness. Um, but I think most, I mean, I think most Americans agree. I don't think there's a large debate on whether or not they exist. The question is, is what rights do they have, uh, especially when it comes to kids. And so my stance is that kids do not have the right to change their, you know, ch change their sex. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's really dangerous to be pushing it in schools as well as media. Is that the same stance that you have or, uh, do you disagree with that? Uh, I, I think kids are are intelligent beings, right? I think kids have the capacity to learn and to experience and all that stuff. But uh, I think that we should draw a line, especially when it comes to sexuality and, and, and things like gender ideology, right? Because when I was 10, when I was 11, 
12 in, in elementary school, I, I thought girls were gross and I thought they had cooties, right? I, I didn't know what straight was. I didn't know what gay was, right? right. And all of these things. And we, we live in a time where information is so readily available to us that uh, it, I think it warps our perception on what we should understand and what we shouldn't. And I think that uh, that that becomes a very dangerous thing because, like, for example, children are more prone to, to watching pornographic uh, Im images and videos and stuff like that now than they have ever been. Right. And it's just yeah. like that type of stuff warps your perception of things like if you're a porn addict. Right. Your, your perception of what a relationship is and, and what physical intimacy is becomes extremely warped. And if you're given too much information all at once about a plethora of topics, it warps your perception on uh, how things should be learned and, and how things should be uh, taken in. Right. And, it, and expounded upon that. For sure. So I, you told me that you're a fourth. You said like a third, fourth party. Like oh, yeah. You were part of a party. I, I want you to go into that a little bit. I didn't really understand what party you was from. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. a group of my friends and I, right, uh, again, uh, we, we think on both sides, right? I'm not saying corruption exists in every facet of government, but there are corrupt Republicans, there are corrupt uh, conservatives, there are uh, corrupt liberals, there are corrupt uh, Democrats. And I believe that a lot of our, uh, issues that stem in America come from corporatism and uh, the and outside factors like religion and personal beliefs that people try to push on to everyone else, right? And uh, the card, the party that we are trying to invent or or make uh, known is called the Common Party, right? The Common Party is super super simple, right? The Common Party supports ideas that will benefit a majority of its people at any given time, right? And we do not support ideas and we do not exchange ideas that give anyone advantages on the basis of class, race, gender, or beliefs, right? So again, we're not, we're not going to come up with a law that helps rich people create tax cuts and, and help move money around. We're not going to create a law that specifically helps women or create a law that specifically helps men or blacks, whites, Asians, right? We, we don't create laws that help anyone. We see in America, U.S. citizens, and we want to treat everyone equally. And that Good. idea... Yeah. Yeah, that idea is very, very sensible. But uh, in America, we're, we're so split and, and marginalizing ourselves, right? Like Republicans and, and conservatives tend to only interact with Republicans and conservatives, and it creates a wind circle, uh, a little wind tunnel. And whether those ideas are positive or negative, I mean, uh, look at something like uh, religion, right? Like Jehovah Witness, I'm sure that they're wonderful, kind people. But a part of their religion or their beliefs is that they don't interact a lot with people that aren't Jehovah Witness. And that can cause, you know, some social discrepancies within their children, not being able to socialize and make friends and stuff like that. And while their beliefs, <clears throat> sorry, I just, I have a cold. And oh, while their good. beliefs could be kind and extremely family oriented and stuff like that, it's just, it's very limiting. And whether they have positive or negative beliefs, they create a wind tunnel for themselves. So obviously we agree on the fact that, you know, people should be succeeding and failing based on their merit and that we shouldn't be judging based on skin color, gender, things like that. Mm -hmm. My question though, and I know this is going off a little bit from what we said we would talk about, but since you brought it up, my question for you is where do you draw the line between kind of that individual um, bias between like gender and race and when it comes to organizations such as religion? Uh, a lot of people, myself included, would argue that the United States has a incentive to benefit and to give perks to these organizations that are doing things that benefit the United States society, uh, such as creating families, you know, hum humanitarian work, et cetera. Uh, yeah, um, I 
I believe personally, again, if you look at religion, a lot of religions, right, uh, no matter what they are in America, have a lot of tax write-offs. They don't pay tax uh, on property, on, on things that they buy for their church and for uses of their church and things like that. And a lot of their land and stuff like that is extremely cheap. Yet, uh, these religions, right, especially for the Republican Party, a lot of Republicans and a lot of conservatives are 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 Christian, right? And mm -hmm. a lot of their actions and stuff like that are influenced by Christians. So I think uh, a fair way to start is to start treating these organizations of religion and stuff like that, like the organizations that they are. And they do make money. They do spend money. They do uh, fund and support Republican and, and uh, conservative ideas and stuff like that. And they do influence that part of uh, the politics political spectrum so i think uh first things first let's not treat them like nonprofit organizations anymore right let's give them the fair share of the taxes that they have to pay let's give them the fair share of everything they have to pay right and uh when we start doing that we might actually see some pushback again this is just a theory right we might see some pushback of whoa 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 you're you're, you're making us pay taxes now right it's just like well you're not impartial to our government Right. You clearly support one side of the political spectrum. You fund one side of the political spectrum and you influence one side of the political spectrum. You are not impartial. You are not nonprofit anymore. Right. So I think we should first uh, either push against religion and politics. Right. And allow them to be the nonprofit organizations that they are and family friendly and, and bringing all that up. Or we bring them into politics and we take away some of their religious freedoms. Yeah, I, I guess the problem that I have with that fundamentally is that no one can be neutral in politics. Like you, you take today, for example, it wasn't a political stance to be pro-family like 20 years ago. Oh, absolutely. But now, but now suddenly being pro-family is like the most political thing in the world, as well as you have these other institutions like big tech, the media that are on the left side, and they have as much money as they could pop. They don't have the same tax write-offs granted, but they're lobbying in huge ways just as you know conservative churches are and so in my mind like I, I come back to the founding fathers concept of competing interests and seeing how this country was formed from christian principles with the idea there'd be competing principles so that even though there may be big tech or media fighting on the left side that there would always be churches or um other maybe small business owners fighting on the right and I think if you were to eliminate one of those sides, the other side would take over. Like, I have a, I have a hard time believing that if we were to make churches pay taxes that and tried to also crack down on tax loopholes for large businesses or the media or Hollywood, I have a really hard time believing that they're not just going to find another loophole on the well, on that side. Well, the thing that about the way loopholes are created is because, again, we, we give advantages to people who have the capacity to buy their way out of court systems and prison time and stuff like that. So those loopholes exist because we allow them to exist. Uh, if we were to create laws, for example, we, we fight minimum wage, right? We fight minimum wage. We, we take taxes indiscriminately from all people in America, and we still have poverty in America. We have property lines that we draw, and we have rich areas. We have poor areas, and, and we like to fix the roads in rich areas. We like to 
put up more parking lots and rich areas and make those places nicer. And we forget about the poor areas. We forget about the poverty, right? The, there's, a, there's a reason why rich people stay rich. And it's not because they're evil, right? It's not because all billionaires are, are narcissistic assholes and we need to take them down. It's just the only thing it would cost, right, to solve a majority of our problems is, is to stop looking at uh, things as what's more profitable and, and start looking at things as how do we actually stop poverty in America? How do we actually stop the millions of children who face hunger and homelessness in America, right? And how do we actually stop these things and, and create laws that stop corporatism and create laws that stop people from arguing about minimum wage because minimum wage isn't enough in some states, right? How do uh, we need to stop looking at land in America as, oh, this land over here in, in uh, New York, right? Let's Let's make rent cost $5,000 and then in Tennessee will make rent cost $200, right? No, American land should be treated equally, right? The same way that American citizens should be treated equally in the same way American property should be treated equally because we treat our taxes equally, right? It doesn't matter if you're a single mom, your, your, your taxes are being taken by Uncle Sam, right? But whenever you're extremely wealthy, right? You, you got to move your funds and uh, to offshore accounts and stuff like that and end up like Amazon, Right, a majority American company who only pays like $200, $300 in taxes per year because they're, they they have the capacity to move all of their money to offshore accounts, right? So it's just, sure. there there's a discrepancy in how we treat citizens based on class in America. And if we stop looking at things like uh, rich neighborhoods and poor neighborhoods and we start treating property equal, we start treating jobs equal, we start treating pay equal, I think that's a big, big way to start, right? Creating laws and creating stances that allow people to be treated more equally. Sure. I, I'm definitely not against, like, I'm not against what some of what you're saying, I guess my fundamental kind of the, the underlying philosophy that, that really holds up my beliefs are that the government's not going to fix these problems. The government can't be trusted in large ways, as you yourself said. And so I trust people to act in their own interests. And I trust that churches will do a lot more for society and you know, reaching people, getting them out of poverty than some arbitrary law is going to do. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I, in my own life, I've just seen churches do a lot more to help people get out of poverty or the lower middle class than I've ever seen the government do. Generally, when you trust the government, you tend to get screwed. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and, that, and that's not even because there's necessarily like a specific person out to screw you. It's just they suck at everything. A church is much better organized, generally speaking, than the government because they care a lot more about uh, their money. Uh, the government yeah. is not using their money. They're using your money. Yeah. So uh, I, I do agree that some churches have really, really nice beliefs about family and about relationships and stuff like that. But uh, if you trust the church, again, again, historically speaking, the church has not really had the best interest of people, right? Like the Catholic church is sure. one of the most notorious histories in, in any organized, an organized um society at all like what the catholic church has done in the past right uh what some buddhist religions do in the past what some religions have done in the past like uh the, the vikings and their norse religions and their valhalla which which gave them the 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 mental belief right that you know we'll pillage and we'll take what's ours as long as we die a warrior's death right uh it, it's just like a lot of religions now in modern day with modern ethics could have really really powerful and really really great um uh, great ideas and speeches and talks and motivation, but it's just like those modern ethics change rapidly, right? From time to time, like what was it like in, in nineteen? 
in the 1900s, early 1900s, right? Here's just an example, right? Uh, interracial marriages, right? Were, were frowned upon and illegalized in like half of the states. I have a list of like 23 states that illegalized interracial marriage, right? And again, more states uh, illegalized uh, uh, same-sex marriages and stuff like that. And a lot of those states were religion-driven, Republican religion-driven states and stuff like that. And that was less than 100 years ago. Modern ethics can change again. And when you have a system that's based off beliefs, uh, beliefs and not indiscriminate facts and, and writings that are saying assault is this, this is this and and not and saying well god says to do this this and this and i don't want to necessarily do that that and that at this point in time right uh i think that it would flow a lot easier being driven by facts and by statements than by beliefs and interpretations of the word of god sure I, i'm totally fine i'm totally fine with the idea that people need to choose a good church i guess the way i look at history is that it's more progressive than transgressive and so you're citing things from 100 years ago, and I agree that those, you know, aren't in line with what we'd want to see today. But I personally believe that as far as churches have gone, it's only gotten better. And I think that the media have a large part to play in calling out churches that suck. Um, yeah. But personally, just over a long, a long time, over, say, the last 250 years, I'm going to trust the word of a church over government. But I think we've kind of come to a consensus on that. I actually want to move to abortion because I have a feeling that we might disagree uh, on some of the aspects of abortion the most. And yeah. so I'm really curious to hear your opinion. So I guess let's start with that. What, give me a little overview of your beliefs surrounding uh, the abortion argument. So first things first, uh, my beliefs of the abortion argument, uh, I don't think abortion is the largest issue when it comes to the abortion argument. I think we need to answer three questions, right? Question number one is what do we solve by illegalizing abortion, right? Simple question. Question number two is why are we illegalizing abortion? Question number three is what are we doing in, right, if, if abortion was not to be legalized, what are we actually doing right now uh, to, to, uh, to, to my gosh, let me, let me get my words together. I'm sorry. So question number two, right, why are we banning abortion? And question number three is what are we actually doing, right, in response to abortion being illegal or legal? right, that make the world a better place for children. So whether or not abortion could have been legal or illegal, what are we actually doing as a society and as a government, right, or as a body of church to to combat, right, the, the forces of evil and harsh environments that children are going to be born into either way? Yeah, well, and I like that. I, I guess my problem is that people have this tendency in the abortion argument, when they hear of atrocities that are happening to children in the world, they jump to killing them which is really like, that's a weird thing. Like I, I am totally on the side of like, oh, there's, you know, foster care is really horrible right now. Mm -hmm. They could be born into, you know, lower income family. I'm totally down to solve those solutions. I just don't understand why the answer to that is let's abort them. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, think of it this way, uh, the second amendment, the right to own guns, right? Uh, again, as a, as a society, right? We, we are very uh, proud gun owners. I'm a gun owner. I love owning guns. I think everyone should own a gun, right? But whenever we have criminals or people who aren't sound of mind owning guns and stuff like that and atrocities happen, the easiest way to do it is to, to stop people from having guns or, or to stop making guns for people to buy, right? A lot of our problems would be solved if we just stopped making guns. But then again, companies, right, who benefit off of selling firearms would collapse. And those companies who 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 side with certain politicians and fund them and stuff like that need the money to fund them. So the politicians want to keep them alive. 
Yeah, but, but again, you can't uh, you can't possibly ban people from having kids like that. That can't be well. No, like, you can't. I know you don't them. believe that. That's completely immoral. I, I know, but uh, here here's like another example, right? We ban people from driving under the influence. We ban people from driving while intoxicated. We ban people from speeding. We ban people from jaywalking, right? We ban people from doing all of these things, and and motor vehicle accidents lead to a lot of deaths. So we can't ban people from having sex. Right. But what we can do, right, again, with like uh, mental, uh, not mental health, health insurance and stuff like that and, and uh, health care in America, over around 25 percent of all of our tax money goes to health care. Right. And that's that's a yeah. lot of money over uh, over a quarter of all the money taken from us from taxes. And to give you an example, in Europe, right, in Britain, uh, only 18 percent of their tax money goes to health care and they have universal health care. They have free health care. In America, we have more people giving more money. Right. Uh, and, and giving a larger quantity of money to healthcare, and we still don't have good free healthcare, right? For 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 people in lower poverty, right? People who are already in debt, on average, giving birth to a child is like fifteen thousand dollars, right? Thirteen to eighteen thousand right. dollars, and you're already in debt, yeah. right? Being right. poor, again, like I've stated, I've I've been in very low income areas, I've been in poverty, I've been homeless, right? Being poor does things to people's mind, and that fear that people have becomes irrational and they do same things where they would rather abort a child than than to have the responsibility of being even more in debt and then having that child grow up hungry and uh, on the streets and stuff like that so it's not always evil right it's not always the the idea of just oh we're killing babies and i know but that's no but it is like but you yourself said that it'd be insane to kill like you just said it would be insane it'd be an insane thing to do to commit an abortion and Mm -hmm. so my question is like if we can agree that aborting a baby is wrong, and I don't know if we can, but if we can't, if we can agree oh, yeah. that it's murder, then if it's murder, we'll do anything that we can possibly do to avoid it. I mean, that's what we do with every other circumstance. There's no other circumstance in American life where we suddenly are okay with murder if it means that we can be more economically prosperous, if it means that that person that, you know, was gonna live was going to have an awful life. We don't just murder them because they're going to have a bad life. There are a lot of, like, as you're saying, there's way, like, why, why are we not talking more about healthcare? Why are we not talking about single yeah. father, single motherhood and single fatherhood though? Like, I don't like, there should be no discussion about aborting someone if we believe it's murder. Yeah. And I completely agree with you. Like, I want to say right here, right now, whatever anyone says, I think abortion is disgusting. And I think abortion is evil. I'm not going to say abortion is wrong because it goes beyond that in my personal beliefs. But what I think is equally disgusting and equally evil is the fact that we were so quick to jump to ban abortions when we have 20 steps to do before that, right? You can ban abortions, right? But that doesn't stop the fact that criminals, right? Instead of making these women criminals and and committing crimes, that crimes already happen, right? For example, uh, I'm going to use statistics from 2018 because that was before uh, our COVID uh, uh, COVID quarantine and stuff happened. But then again, in popular trends, 2018 actually had a lot lower numbers and and it's still going down. But, you know, all of these statistics are still within the same 100,000 or 10,000, right? Mm, Yeah. So like, according to the uh, FBI website, you know, FBI.gov, right? over a million and 200,000 uh, violent crimes happen. And that's because all of those crimes are illegal and we're not necessarily taking the steps to stop all of those things. Over 7 million property crimes, including theft, arson and stuff like that occurred, right? And and while over 600,000 abortions occurred in, in, the, in the year of 2018, which is a huge number, a huge amount of ch- abortions happening, over 670,000 children had the luxury 
of having their abuse reported and them being taken from their abusive homes. And in that same year, according to uh, the CWLA, which stands for Child Wel Welfare League of America, they, they are in cahoots with the uh, CPS organization, right? They get on average two to four million right leads a year uh, for child neglection, child abuse, child sexual misconduct, and all of those things, right? So it's just like we have leagues of things to do. And while I agree abortion is disgusting and evil, we have things that we have to take uh, into account and things that we have to solve before we pit a pin on abortion and turn women into criminals. So Okay, so there a couple things with that. First off, Tony, do you, I just need to, I, I need to understand what you believe a little bit better. Are you saying, do you believe that abortion is akin to murder? I think abortion is akin to murder, yes. Okay. I mean, first off, on the question of women being prosecuted, in most states, they prosecute the doctor for committing an abortion. Mm -hmm. I personally believe that that's the better approach. Um, so I personally wouldn't prosecute a woman for self-aborting, if that makes sense. I believe mm -hmm. doctors should be prosecuted because they have a much better handle. Like they know exactly what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But here's my question. Of all of those crime, st like crime stats that you're listing, I agree that all of them are bad and I want them to go away. But one of the largest ones, not the largest, but one of the largest ones that you put down was 600,000 people being murdered. And you uh -huh. said yourself that you believe. So I'm not saying that we should disregard the other things. It's important to talk about those. And I agree that it should get more clout and more talk so that we can fix it. But why would we not ban something if there's 600,000 people being murdered and you believe that? Surely well, that is a good step still. Well, again, like like I said, you, you skipped over another even larger number involving children, right? While, of course, 600,000 600, children, I believe it was 617,000 abortions occurred in, in 2018, over 675,000, so 678,000 children right, had confirmed cases of abuse, neglect, and sexual misconduct, right? So we're, we're pumping children into, into a, a society, and that's America alone. We're pumping children into a society where they're extremely likely to get abused, where they're extremely likely to get molested and raped and kidnapped. But, okay, but Tony, you can't seriously be, like, here's what I'm saying, though. I understand that those things are bad. We can look at those issues. Mm -hmm. But if you believe it's murder, surely we just have to stop that as quick as possible. Nothing could be worse than murder. Am I right? No, I think plenty of things are are worse than murder. I, I explain think, that. Explain that to me. Uh, I think murder is a horrendous act, but there are acts that leave people alive and scarred, right, for for a majority of their life that create mental disabilities, PTSD, and, and a lot of other mental disorders that can lead to physical disorders and into suicide, depression, and a whole bunch of things that are far worse than murder, right? I think uh, a child. Right. I, I think a child, again, this is an extreme and I'm going to use extremes just so I can get my point across. I think a child like the 678,000 children who went through abuse, uh, sexual misconduct, uh, uh, neglect and all of those things are going to grow up with a lot of mental illnesses and, and increase the rate of suicide that happens in our young adults. Because, again, with healthcare, mental health care and stuff like that is extremely expensive and not covered by every insurance possible and those children are going to lead to depression and those children are going to have a hard time getting medicated and those children are going to have a hard time getting help and that leads to things like suicide ptsd and stuff like that so uh i think murder is absolutely disgusting but i think living with a plethora of mental disorders that cannot be helped because of the situation that you're in 
it is could lead to things potentially as bad. You know, a lot of children who grow up in abusive homes, a lot of children who grow up in single mother homes tend to be criminals, right? Tend to tend to commit aggravated assaults, right? Right. But what I'm saying, I, and I totally hear you, but what you're saying here is that we should abort a baby just in case they get to something as bad as being aborted. That doesn't seem to make sense. And and I, again, I'm not saying this is a good thing. Like I'm, I'm very sad that there are these situations we should fix mm-hmm. it but you're like predetermining their destiny. All 600,000 of those babies that were aborted are not going to end up in abusive homes. And so even if you argue that abusive homes are worse than abortion, which doesn't, uh, not existing, it does not, I don't know how that would possibly be better than existing personally, but it's okay if we disagree on that. But what I'm saying is we can't seriously say that there's all 600,000 of those people are going to go to abusive homes. And so essentially you're prejudging them on what you think their life is going to be, and you're not giving them the opportunity to live. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so I think uh, the the thing that we're disagreeing on is I think we both agree that abortion is evil, right? Is that yeah. okay? But what I disagree on is uh, I think abortion, right, isn't the first thing in line that we have to solve to, to help children, right? Now, I, I know it's counterproductive, right, to be all like, ah, abort children, all that stuff. And I'm, I'm not saying that people should have the choice. I'm saying that if we make, right, a, a change in society, uh, if, if we allow, you know, healthcare to skyrocket and if we, and if we target pharmaceutical companies and, and allow things like IUD uh, insertions, which, are, uh, which is a, a small a thing that you insert into a woman, which you know, helps them not get pregnant, right? If we make plan B yeah. extremely affordable, if we uh, give every woman the capacity to have extremely cheap non-hormonal uh, uh, contraceptions and, and allow them to have things like that as well, we could stop the, the the capacity for women to get pregnant unless they want to, right? I think we could shift civilization, right? To have a better outcome. It's going to take a longer course of time, but we could have a better outcome and we wouldn't need to ban abortions if we gave women the capacity to get pregnant when they wanted to. Right. And that's something that we could. But why even. wouldn't. But this is my question. Why wouldn't you? You've already said it's evil. I understand that there are certain you don't want the government to overstep in certain circumstances. But we've all if we if we think that abortion is akin to murder, murder is already illegal. Like government, like mm-hmm. the government has taken a full monopoly over the violence in our country. That's what makes it our government. Yeah. Why would you not do the same with abortion? And by the way, I'm totally pro like free. I'm totally for, uh, pro contraceptives. Like I want there to be good birth control out there. But someone can literally, by the stroke of a pen, end almost all abortions in the United States. Why would we not do that if that's akin to murder? Well, again, like I'm saying, right, like I agree that abortion should be illegal, right? I I agree with it, but I'm not saying that that's the first thing that we need to solve. I think that that's going to create a plethora of other problems, right? Such as what? Uh, Such as, uh, for example, here, uh, just just to give you uh, uh, an idea. Uh, when we created the war on drugs and we illegalized marijuana, right, and we just illegalized it, that didn't stop the farmers who already had it. That didn't stop the the people who already were using it and in distribution. It just gave the police an excuse to incarcerate those men. Now, I'm not saying that women are going to be incarcerated for having abortions, but I'm saying that just banning marijuana right off the blue like that created a lot of problems with the people who already had it, with the people who are already growing it, and it caused but- an economic drop. We already have we already have figures though on how many people get self self abort and the mortality rate from that and it's very low. 
mm-hmm. when you outlaw, like, I, I believe in like two, I think it was right uh, before Dobbs. Um, I think it was 24 people died in America from a self-abortion. I'm not happy about those 24 people, oh, yeah. but we're talking about 600,000 abortions every year. Mm-hmm. Those were your, those are your stats from 2018. Yeah, absolutely. And so I've looked at the figures. They're not that bad. People, like there's not a lot of people getting self-abortions. It takes a lot to have to do that. I know, I know. And even still, I would argue that if you ban abortions and you put strong procedures in place to help women get the mental health, uh, help and, and, uh, healthcare that they need in order to not do a self-abortion, I would argue, let's do that, but let's not, let's not put off saving 600,000 kids being aborted every year. No, I, I completely agree. And what I'm trying to push for is I'm saying, again, like you said earlier, that the government's unreliable. And if you put all your trust in the government, you're going to get screwed over. I'm saying that we, we've seen it happen time and time again, where governments have made promises and they've signed legislations that have been harmful and they haven't been able to, to create smaller, more applicable and solvable uh, and, and solve smaller problems to make the overall population better. I'm saying that if we ban abortion, right, that's it. We've we've won, right? We've banned abortion. Woohoo, we've done it, right? But then Mm -hmm. again, what's the initiative to continue uh, to make the government continue to fight uh, for free health care to fight for these contraceptions to be more more reliable and more applicable and easier to buy, right? Because again, guess what? Um, We, uh, shit, I I lost my train of thought, but it's just like, oh yeah, here we go. Um, We... We've had government's promises, like you saw with the Joe Biden administration pulling out of the greenhouse, uh, the greenhouse stuff like that, and stuff yeah. like that. When politicians get what they want, there's there's no reason to uh, to to continue to to solve smaller problems, right? Oh yeah, we we've uh, put more money into education, right? Oh we we've uh, put more money into colleges and we put more money into this this and that, right? But then at the end of the day, over ten percent of adults are still living in abject poverty, and over twelve million children are still starving. Right. We, we have the capacity to solve these problems, but they'd rather have that big red check mark on banning abortions before they make health care free. Right. We've been asking for free health care for over 100 years. Right. We've been asking for it. Right. So it's just like if they ban abortion, that's not going to magically convince them to, to continue to solve the problem of free health care we've had for generations and decades. Right. We've asked them to, to, to help with minimum wage and they're still arguing against that. Right. We've asked them to give students free lunches in only six states in America, right, uh, give universal free lunches. We asked them for a whole bunch of stuff. And it's just like, I think that if we put abortion maybe second or third place in the things that we need to fix and ban and illegalize and and, and make good for this uh, society to function well, I think that they would have more of an initiative to actually solve the problems than to just put a ban on abortions and call it a day. Right. Nothing's free. Wanna... No, nothing's free, Tony. I don't think anyone doesn't want to just, I mean, everyone asks for free stuff all the time. Nothing's free. It's going to come from somewhere. But I think going to abortion, I agree that contraceptives should be there. But if progressives really want to put money where their mouth is, they'll continue to fight for it. I would hope people on the right would join them in that. But at the end of the day, killing 600,000 people every single year cannot somehow be better than the alternative. Banning abortions is just a, I'm not saying it's going to solve all the problems but immediately would save hundreds of thousands of lives. And so for me, someone who believes that it's akin to murder, that's a no brainer. I'm going to do that Mm -hmm. as quick as I possibly can. If I truly believe that life begins at conception and that it's akin to murder, aborting someone. All right. So it's just like, if we ban abortions, right. 
again like that and, and we want to save the hundreds of thousands of lives uh, of the children what about the the tens and in, in, in close to hundreds of thousands of lives that are taken from gun violence right from gang violence like we agree that abortion is bad and that we need to stop murder but how can we only care about certain things at certain times right Let, let's stop the distribution of guns in america right everyone here's, everyone here's the here's the difference though so if you look at the left and the right, I, I know that's a generalization. I know there's more parts because I'm sure you wouldn't necessarily characterize yourself as either left or right. Mm -hmm. But if we look, there's kind of two sides to the abortion argument. There's the abortion is murder and there's the abortion is not murder. Gun violence, everyone agrees that it's murder. We just simply disagree on how we can lower those murder rates. No one is calling for the murder of children. There is a huge coalition on the left. In fact, there's a lot of polls that say it's well, literally a majority I, I of Americans. I actually strongly disagree with that. Right. Like you said, if we there's no there's no, no, no large I amount, I don't disagree with with what you're saying. I disagree with the, the concept of, of gun violence. Right. If killing pre-preborn uh, children, right, if killing actual babies right through abortion is considered murder. And, and the fastest way to stop that is to just stop the action from happening, which is committing abortions. Right. Yeah. Then, then that's the fastest way to stop stop it. Right. We all agree on that. But then again, yes. we have things like gun violence. The fastest way to stop gun violence is to either take away the guns or, or stop distributing the guns. I think that that's a that's a very simple minded concept to, to acknowledge. No, and see that. And that's where I disagree. That's what I'm saying. I don't believe that. I think if we started confiscating guns and if we banned guns, I do not believe that shootings would stop. Maybe shootings would go down a little bit, but knifings would start. There'd be a different form of violence. What I'm saying is that there are people who don't even agree that abortion is bad, where everyone agrees that gun violence is bad. We just simply disagree on how to get there. That's why I look at those issues as completely different. But mm -hmm. we're going to move on from that. I have another question I want to ask you, Tony. Unfortunately, our meeting is going to time out. Could we come back on? Do you have time uh, to end the meeting and come back on? Uh, yeah. Again, I work in the evening, so I, I typically have my mornings to noons and a little bit in the afternoons completely free. And it's just I do want to continue this because... I, again, I completely agree with you. Abortion's bad. Abortion's disgusting. Abortion's evil. Act of Satan, right? Whatever you want to call it, right? Sure. But again, I think we disagree on the steps that we need to take to over overall save right children in America. And I think abortion, banning abortion is a step in a direction, but I don't think it's the first step that we need to take to truly solve all of the issues we have about you know saving children's lives and saving their livelihoods and making sure that they grow up in healthy and healthy homes. Fair enough. That's fine. Yeah, I can accept that we, we disagree on that. So thank you so much for watching, everyone. Remember, go check out Gulag America at gulagamerica.com. Use my code JoshCar10 for 10% off. Remember to subscribe and like as well. See ya.